Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit it out. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, we we have referred to the Google machine. Obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Now, I left off the personality when I said obsessive compulsive disorder, like OCD. It's not OCPD, it's OCD. However, they, you know, Google wants to be a smartass and they want to put obsessive compulsive personality disorder in here. By definition, it is a noun in the family of psychiatry. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Plural noun. Obsessive compulsive disorders. Definition. A personality disorder characterized by excessive orderliness, perfectionism, attention to details, and a need for control in relating to others. Why am I telling you all this? Because... Upon entering the residence this evening, getting ready to record this fine podcast, I look across the way and sitting on his couch with his coffee table in front of him is Mr. Warwa. <laughs> what was he doing, you ask? Well, I'll tell you, he had his pub mix, big old gigantic jar of it that I'm guessing you got from Costco, yeah? Oh, God. <laughs> now I know where you're going with this. Yes. And then he's got his trail mix, peanut butter trail mix. From Costco. From Costco. And then he's got a Tupperware container. <laughs> Sir, would you, uh, would you shed some light on what you were doing with the, uh, the Tupperware container? So the pub mix is amazing. Everything that's in there is absolutely delicious except for one thing. And that's the same with the peanut butter trail mix. Everything in there is absolutely amazing except for one thing. And so those one things I <laughs> picked out of there and put in the Tupperware so my kids can have it or I can give it to my dog for treats. <laughs> you removed the pretzels from your pub mix in your trail mix. I removed the pretzels. I do not like them. <laughs> Sam, I am. So you emptied this whole thing. No, I didn't empty it. I just pulled out as much as I could as I turned it around and moved Skume. it from side to side. And Skume. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even acknowledging that. Um, but yeah, so I just, with whatever I could, I just took it out. Well, I, I admire your dedication. You know what I used to do sometimes? So, like, you know the, the trail mix that you get from, you know, Costco, but the, the original one, not the, not the one that you got over there with the little peanut butter cups. Yeah. The one with, like, the M&Ms and things like that. Yes. Or Gardettos, even. 
I would always separate whatever serving it. Like if it was a little bag you get from the gas station or if I just poured some out on like a paper towel, I would always separate everything by, you know, the bagel chips go in one corner, pretzels go in another corner, you know, the garlic chips go in another corner. And I ate everything in order of my least favorite to my favorite so that the very last thing that I'm eating Usually the garlic, the the, gar, the the rye garlic chips or whatever, the brown things. Yeah. Or in the pub mixes case, the the little, I don't know, they look like little styrofoam pieces. They're amazing. What are those? I have no idea. They're so good, though. They're so good. But I, I do the same thing, but like even with Skittles. You separate I'll, I'll by li- color? I'll line them up by color. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll finish off the purple last because that's my favorite yep (laughs) or if it's the starburst the pink ones yes the strawberry dear god we're freaks yeah kind of although i've never separated pretzels from pub mix but now that i've seen you do it the next time i get because that's the same kind of pub mix that i get and I hate the fact that there's so many pretzels in there because like i'll do the same thing i'll pour some onto like a napkin or something i'll go take it over where i'm gonna you know enjoy them and my dogs are always begging me for you know anything i'm eating and i just use the pretzels as a way to you know suffice their need for snackage yeah well because you said that i think i started giving them to my dogs last week but um my kids when they come over they're always like oh we'll eat them so that's why i put them in the tupperware and we'll see i mean they're going to be here till Saturday, so if those are still in there, they're going to go to the dogs. Well, I was going to say, I guess we'll check next uh, Tuesday or Wednesday when I come over to record if there's still pretzels in that Tupperware or if it's gone. Yeah. Huh. I'm thoroughly impressed, amazed, and scared. Because, you know, that's something that, you know, you'd think, not sociopath, but... It's something I would do, and I don't feel like I'm a sociopath. I've known you for a couple decades. I don't feel like you're a sociopath, but it's definitely not normal. No, but there's nothing more frustrating than grabbing a handful of stuff out of the pub mix, and 90% of it's freaking pretzels. Yeah, they put way too many pretzels in there. You know why they do that? Because pretzels, they probably get or dirt cheap. Probably. And then like you look at all the other goodies that they have in there, like those the little rice chip thingies the, the the orange ones and then they got the white ones mm-hmm. and then they got the balls and then there's the the bagel chips like all that goodness probably cost more probably it's got to be a financial reason why they're doing that pretzels are the fillers greedy bastards anyway hey welcome to the two loose screws i'm chris that's sean uh, you sir welcome back to arizona I know you've been back a couple days, but I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, I um, had a fun little trip to Vegas. Yeah, I'd like to hear about that. Um, I decided to drive out there instead of fly. I tried to actually find flights last minute, and it didn't make sense. I knew that I'd be spending a lot more if I were to fly out than if I were to just drive. So I drove, and uh, I'll tell you what, some of the roads in between here and there, terrible yep i did that drive once and i'll never do it again it's terrible but i was actually surprised um it's kind of funny on the way home dan left about an hour hour and a half 
before me because I wanted to stay and watch the fountain show one more time. You're, at, you're speaking about the fountain at, at Bellagio. At the Bellagio, yeah, because I stayed up. I ended up staying at the Bellagio. And I ended up recording it at like sunset. And that was a good one. But then the one that I hit at like noon um, was actually really, really good. But anyway, so I, I we all had breakfast uh, Sunday morning and then everybody split. So uh, one guy, he lives in Utah, he ended up going that way. And then Dan and I, uh, obviously they live here in the valley. But Dan left probably a good hour, hour and a half in front of me and I caught up to him. <laughs> it's like that one time we went to California and you were driving was it an RV oh yeah and we caught up with you cuz we always said hey if we if we meet at this exit there's a Taco Bell there and we said hey let's eat dinner at the Taco Bell and if we if we catch up to you we'll eat there and we caught up to you literally like right before the exit for Taco Bell yeah, that 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 thing was a tank. Well, I was in a little bitty Ford Focus packed with. Well, no, I, there was only three of us because you had Nicole. Yeah, I had a lot of kids. Yeah, you had your kids. You had one of my kids. It was just me, Steph, and Jonathan in the Focus. But we caught up to you that little V four. Yeah, just in time for some shitty Taco Bell, and that may be. If it's not the worst, it's in the bottom two or three worst Taco Bell experiences I ever had. Don't ever go to a Taco Bell at a truck stop. It, it, it's not advisable, especially if you're in the middle of the desert. I always say if you want to find a good meal, follow a fat guy into whatever restaurant he goes to, except <laughs> if he's a trucker. Yeah. There's a lot of truth to that. I've traveled the world, and uh, I've followed some people into some restaurants, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, but like truck drivers, they'll eat sushi from like a, oh. a gas station. Oh, yeah. Owned by like an Indian couple that also <laughs> sells chicken, too. Yeah, you can get fried chicken, sushi, yeah. or a chili burrito. <laughs> I, I ran into that in Florida. I couldn't believe my eyes. Authentic sushi being sold out of a gas station. Mm-hmm. And they had fried chicken, and this gas station looked like it was put together by a bunch of garage sales. Like <laughs> they picked up like every row of shelves were different. It was this place was a dump. But did they have like those little tornado taquitos too? Because those things are pretty good. <laughs> no, they did not. Oh, so they they had literally the bottom of the barrel of gas station food. Yeah. And sushi. Yes. That's gross. Uh-huh. That, I didn't even want to go to the bathroom there. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's very advantageous being a guy sometimes. You got to go to the bathroom, but you're on the road. You don't necessarily have to go at a gas station. Well, I know. I ended up instead trying to piss on an alligator's head. <laughs> Dear God. No, I know. I, I hopped over the guardrail and the person i was with she's like you're gonna get eaten and i was like oh i'll, I'll piss on him first <laughs> did you see an alligator on the side of the road <laughs> a lot of them really yeah yeah 
I know we're talking about your Vegas trip, but this kind of entire episode is dedicated to the uh, the fun travels of said co-host and host and co-host or whatever the frick ever you want to call us. We're both co-host. Anyway. I can be the host of the co-host. And I'll be the co-host of the host. Okay. That works. Whatever. I don't know what I just said. Yep. Alligators. Yeah. On the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up... I, I've got some good video of it, too. How um, have I not seen this yet? You, you have... Really? I don't think so. I took some amazing photos. Yeah, you're going to have to share those after the show. I don't recall really? this. I remember I, FaceTiming you at Disney Springs. I remember talking huh. to you on the coast. It was the Gulf, right? You went to the Gulf side? Uh, yes. I remember that. Yes. I don't remember alligators. Hmm. Okay. Let me see. Gators. Folks, we're going to be back to to talking his Vegas trip as well as a few other things travel associated, but I, I want to see this alligator. That one right there. Would you look at that? Oh, that's that that's like a freaking alligator alligator. Oh yeah. That that's a that's a Oh no, not messing that's around. An alligator. Yeah. Oh no, there's a whole bunch of them. And I'm not taking this isn't just a picture of one, like hold on. I just typed in gators, but let me see the date on this. Uh Okay, so it was December for, oh here. Yeah, just go through all these. And then how close did you get? Actually, look at this one's amazing because this one, if you zoom in, you'll see there's probably like I don't know six or seven gators in this in this one picture. How close did you get? Um, probably about six seven feet. That's too freaking close. Yeah. They're more afraid of us. Yeah, but you remember... I mean, like, if I go swimming in there, yeah, that's too close. But they're not coming after me. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Steph and her sister uh, went to go see, you know, their dad. And they purposefully went out on a boat to go look at these things. Yeah. And the boat was not like a... It was a gator-watching boat. So yeah. it's like... If that thing had a little bit of a head start, he probably could have hopped his fat ass onto this boat and eaten one of them. Nah, but they wouldn't. Because gators, unless they're like deathly starving, they're not going to mess with you because they're more afraid of us. Wow. But that was a cool picture. Which side's up and which side's down. Oh, that reminds me of Colorado Springs. Yeah, kind of. And then that was, this was the, that was a monster, believe it or not. Yeah, that one. Man, look at his. He looks like he's just trying to be Superman at this point. Look at his arms just at the side of his body. I can soar through the air with the greatest of ease. Uh, Except he's in water. That's what I was just going to (laughs) say. Anyway. Yeah, that's super cool, man. Vegas. All right, so... Take us through some of the sights and sounds and Um, favorite part. Like, what'd you do? Where's so, some takeaways? So I stayed at the Bellagio. The Bellagio was really nice. Now, you hadn't been to Vegas in how long? 
Uh, about 16 years. Uh, so it's totally different than what you remember. Oh, totally different. It is so much more today than it was. And even now, they're because they got the F1, they're getting ready for that. Yeah. So everything's under construction right now. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, it's crazy. So traffic sucked. Well, because that race, I believe, is in the fall. I think they're going to have the race in the fall. So they're trying to get the paddock built. They're putting screens up on street corners and stuff. They're really going to town with this. Start finish lines at what, Caesars? Don't know. I don't know. I saw the promo where they um, they ended up racing it down the strip. And then I saw it driving through one of the... Um, they had one of the cars slowly driving through a casino. That was kind of cool. But, yeah, I don't know where the start-finish line is or anything like that. I think it's Caesars. I want to say it is. I don't know. So, yeah, I stayed at Bellagio, and then uh, my friends, they ended up staying over at Treasure Island. So I was like, ah, I can see it from the Bellagio. I'll just <laughs> walk there. <sighs> Man. Well, that's it's funny you say that because that's what we, because Bellagio is it on, is it between like Treasure Island and Caesars or is it on the other side? No, so... It goes Bellagio, Caesars, and then there's, uh, well, Caesars is really freaking huge, right? Yeah. So it takes up a lot of space because then they have like where Celine, actually, I think Adele was there on, oh, this weekend. Um, there's that Omni nightclub that yeah. I showed you that video. That's on Caesars property as well as Hell's Kitchen. And then... So I guess if you're on the Treasure Mirage, Island, walking the Barrage is right next to it. Right next to Treasure Island, yeah. Got Treasure Island and Mirage. Yeah, it's Treasure Island, Mirage, Caesars, and then I think it's Bellagio. I know that... Unless I'm missing one. Now I want to look it up. Well, so we've stayed there. We, we've been to a few different places. Like we've been to, you know, we've stayed at Mandalay Bay, we've stayed at the Orleans, um... The Aria. This last time we went, we stayed at Treasure Island, and that's when we ate dinner at Hell's Kitchen. And we wound up walking, like we it, that was it was a really good time. We walked from Treasure Island. I want to say we stopped at the Cosmopolitan, then we crossed the street and we walked back down that way. But I've walked from Mandalay Bay to the Mirage before. I did, I did that once. I don't want to do that again. Okay, so yeah, it was Treasure Island, then Mirage, then it's uh, the Forum Shops at Caesars, then Caesar, there's Omni, Nightclub, Caesars Palace, and then Bellagio. So yeah, but I mean, it's a bit of a walk. Yeah, it is. Like, like I very distinctly remember that walk, but we had a good time. And, you know, my wife is a freaking fitness monster. So, like, walking, running, jogging, anything, that kind of stuff doesn't bother her in the least bit. And I just have to pretend like it ain't bothering me. But I don't think it did because we did a lot of stopping. We went to that one tent across the street where they had, like, a band that was playing. They were doing Metallica covers. Oh, really? Yeah. 
they opened up with For Whom the Bell Tolls. And I was like, nah, they're going to screw it up. And then they got into it. And I was like, it's pretty good. <laughs> anyway. I did not know they had a Giordano's down there. All right. So tell us about day one. Um, I got there, what, Friday night? So Friday night, we ended up um, meeting up and going to that Asian place, Dim some fuck <laughs> oh they had the dumplings yeah oh, i'm sorry dumplings dumplings yeah dim some fucking dumplings dim 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 some dim i can't even pull it up all right so yeah i'm trying to find it really quick albums all right here we go there's ton of vegas let's get to the first time okay so the place was called Din Tai Fung. Dim Sum Fuck. That's what you said. Din Tai Fung. Anyway, really, 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 really good. I was I was surprised. What'd you eat? Um, we ended up getting so much shit. Um, we had like chicken dumplings. We had, um, we had some beef dumplings. We ended up doing pot stickers. Um, braised short rib. We did like this cucumber salad. Uh, so many different things. What is a cucumber salad? Is it exactly what it sounds like it is? There, right there. Cucumbers and like this red sauce. And uh, oh, it's just a bunch of cut up cucumbers. It was, it was good. Is that like a spicy or is it like an Asian um, like, sesame vinaigrette type gimmick? Yeah, I'd say more along that route because it wasn't really spicy. But it was good. And then you can see the braised short ribs. You can see the bone in there. Those things were delicious. I do like me some short ribs. Yeah. Uh, the pot sticker. I like pot stickers. The dumplings. What What is in the dumpling? So that was something that I didn't know of. So pots. I've had pot stickers before and pot stickers are great. Of course, the ones there were amazing because everything is made fresh there. It's right. not like you buy a bag from Costco. Exactly. Like it's not like the Costco thing. Um, so theirs were just super delicious and just a different texture than your Costco kind, right? They probably had a good sauce. They did. And then the, uh, when you do the dumplings, some of them came with a sauce and some of them didn't. Now the ones that didn't were easy to pick up with their chopsticks because they were sticky. Right. Right. Um, but what I didn't know is you had to be careful when picking them up. Well, for one, they were all blistering hot, right? So you didn't want to put them in your mouth right away. Um, so you let it cool off for a little bit, and then you go to put it in your mouth. And I'll just talk about the chicken ones, right? You go put them in your mouth, and you take a bite, and it was like a... Uh, how do I explain it? Uh, those, those, the candy with the gel inside? Oh, like yeah. Squirts? Yes. So there's like water in there. Really? That doesn't I, sound entertaining at all. No, but there's chicken in there too. So it's all really moist and wet. So it's like a soup. When you bite into it, there's fluid in there along with the chicken. Huh. So it's not like you want to sit there and just nibble it. You want to put the whole thing in your mouth and chew it. Right. And when you do, it's just that. So the outside, the texture of the outside is kind of sticky and dry. But having that fluid on the inside with the chicken makes it 
perfect. So it's like not too wet, not too dry. It's like the perfect combination. All right, so what's inside this? Is it like a broth? Is it like just plain chicken? Or do they put like cabbage in there? So it, the chicken one reminded me of pot stickers. Okay. So you know how the consistency of the pot stickers is, right? Yeah, it, it's like a shredded chicken. Kind pulled, of. Pulled chicken. Yeah, but it's like a ball, right? right? Same thing. Okay. Yeah. What I like them? You know what? If If we went there together... Yes. <laughs> so you're saying if me and you went there, I'd like them, but say yes. if I went there with Steph, I would not? Well, depends what you pick. So because I've been there. Oh, you and, know what to order. Okay. And so. I know what to order. Yeah. Okay. But it was it was really good. We were there for quite some time because we tried so many different things. So you got to experience fresh wasabi. No, no wasabi. What? No wasabi. What the hell? Yeah. Man, I figured you would have been all over some wasabi. It's like a like Chinese even, horseradish is I, what I call it. I didn't even ask. So I don't even know if they have it, but they didn't give us any. I figured they'd bring it out. No, for them it was more like it. a vinegar and uh, um, like a, uh, they were more about sauces. I like soy and ginger blends. They did give us, yes, they did give us fresh ginger, and then they asked us to pour in vinegar and soy onto it, and then you would dip your your dumplings in there. Kind of reminds me of the dressing I had today, so I'm trying to be somewhat, I don't know, hey, Alyssa's home. I'm trying to be somewhat healthy. Oh, good for you. I'm trying. I'm far from it. Yeah, well, I mean, I have my moments. <laughs> so we go to Panera and we get this uh, Asian sesame wonton, I don't freaking know, salad. Had like chicken and sesame seeds and uh, wonton strips. But the dressing they had, it was like a, like a soy ginger vinaigrette. Let's see, we're trying to record a damn podcast. I'm just kidding, darling. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. It's like it. Yes. It's probably like somewhere down the same lines. Continue, sir. Oh, no. We just, I think that's really it for that restaurant. Um, and we couldn't get reservations to like 945 at night. So we were there till pretty much they closed. But our server, he was a cool dude. He told us about a whole bunch of stuff that we just didn't do because it was kind of late. And, you know, we were all tired because we were dry. We all drove in that day. Now, when you got in, like, was it daytime when you got into the strip or was it dark? I wanted to leave here at 10 and I don't think I left here to like 1130, quarter to 12. Four and a half hours? Um, no, I went through three accidents that held up a lot. So, I want to say it was actually like five, five and a half hours. I, one thing I noticed about that drive is, I don't know how much, like at this point, I can probably just put my car on autopilot and say, take me to Dana Point. And it just, it'll hop on the 10, and it'll go until the 91, that'll go until the toll road, and that'll go until the 5, and then that'll go until PCH. Easy drive. 
even if, you know, if, if it's just me by myself, I can do that drive as long as, you know, there's no traffic. Like I'll go either, you know, at a time that's sufficient to bypass the 91 traffic or I'll just go at night. And I've done it in five and a half hours. Most of the time I do it in about six hours. But if we got Nicole, you know, Nicole, Steph, and myself, the three of us, we don't keep our bladders on the same schedule. So it takes us like seven hours. That drive took me four and a half hours, but it felt like 12. The worst freaking drive ever. I don't really? ever want to do that again. But like I was looking forward to seeing the Hoover Dam. And I remember when I got to the bridge, you don't see anything. I remember just driving. It it didn't feel like I was on a bridge, but I, I saw the bridge because there's that movie with Dwayne Johnson where like that bridge, like, you know, breaks <laughs> basically in the earthquake. Yeah. And so it's like, man, this doesn't look like a bridge at all. I literally felt like I was just driving on a road and I passed a Hoover Dam. I was like, well, that was anticlimactic. So I told myself on the way back, I'm going to stop at this thing. And so I followed on the way back. I got off on the exit parked it um and i remember just getting out and i was it was a very 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 small hike just had to go up like you know a couple things of stairs walk like maybe like a five eight minute hike and then i i see the bridge as i'm approaching i was like oh that's the bridge i recognize that that bridge broke what they don't tell you in the brochure if there was a brochure is that when you're walking on this bridge to view the hoover dam from the civilian area you're literally on the edge. They don't they don't warn you of said things. And and you know how I feel about this type of subject matter. Uh, I need to do it. I didn't do it. I didn't stop. I drove right through on the way there and the way back. So that's my goal. Next time I go is to stop at the Hoover Dam. Well, I started walking across and I made it about a third of the way. And I finally decided, he's like, okay, I got my back as close to the wall as I could. I stuck out my hand as far as I could, and I just started snapping pictures because I, like, I start getting the equilibrium thing going on. Like, you're literally on the edge looking at the dam. Like, you're not on the dam. You're looking down to the dam. I'm like, all right, this bypass bridge thing is like, holy cow. Griffin, you're just on a tear tonight, pal. Next time I do it, I won't be driving from here to there. I'll just, you know, happen to be in Vegas. And it's like, okay, I'll just drive a half hour, you know, to the Hoover Dam. And I'll just drive on the dam. And I'll look up at the bridge. That seems like it'd be a little more peaceful to my nerves. No, it, it was scary. <laughs> anyway, so I get back on the road and most boring, god-awful, stupid drive ever. Especially when it's like a $29 flight that takes 45 minutes. I purposefully did that crap in four and a half hours. Stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoy road trips and I love music. So for me, it didn't bother me at all. I don't mind driving to California. That's an easy drive. It's straight like this drive to Vegas, you're literally going up and down and all around and side to side and go up the mountain, go through the mountain, go down the mountain, go drive on the edge of a bridge to the dam. You can't see the dam, but you're driving on the edge of a bridge. Are you saying you couldn't see the damn thing? 
I couldn't see the damn thing when I was driving. I had to park my car, get out and walk, and they literally put you on the edge of the bridge. And then you saw the damn thing. Yeah. Hmm. I saw the damn thing. Anyway. So, that was night number one. You went to your respective rooms, crashed, oh, had yeah. some good shut-eye. Start day two. Day two didn't really have breakfast planned. So they wanted to go to this place called the cop coffee shop that was in the um, Treasure Island. But they were booked, so we ended up going to some other place. I have no idea what it was called, but um, I ended up messing around with the uh, server. She was kind of fun. I got at, her nervous. At this at this one particular establishment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was... Um, she was a beautiful Mexican lady, and uh, she had a wooden fork in her, like, pouch, and she'd take it out and smack it on the table, like, trying to be all, like, bossy, right? And let me guess, you'd grab it and give it to her, you'd say, hey, you want a fork? No, I said, why don't you fork me? <laughs> I was close. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, why is she smacking her fork around? Because she said she was the boss, and I said, well, you might be the boss inside here, but bring that fork with you and come back <laughs> with me and I'll show you who the boss is. And is this one uh, of those places you go to get insulted? No, 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 not at all. She just, she just had a personality. Okay. So and it was fun. She was just being extra. Yeah. But I got her, um, I got her a little flustered. She like dropped our cards and she couldn't pick up like our receipts and stuff like that. So everybody was laughing because I got her all like flustered. But yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, they had some decent food there. I think I ended up having like a breakfast burrito and hash browns. Oh no, that's what I had. Tater tots, but I had to make a poutine style. Ooh, I love poutine. Yeah, so I asked them to put some gravy and cheese There's on no top. There's no skew. Poutine is awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. What kind of gravy was it? Um, it was country gravy, but I couldn't, I couldn't eat everything. So I only ate half the burrito and half of my poutine that I had made. And um, so one thing I miss about pre-COVID Vegas is the buffets. Oh, they're back open. Yeah, but you get like one, one visit and then they have to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, like, you know, it's it's all COVID-ified. One thing, well, we'll talk about this a little bit later. But so we ended up eating there and then um, we went back to our room so that we could change because we were going to Hell's Kitchen. At 2.30, and at this point, it was noon. So you ate. So we ate, and then two and a half hours later, we had to eat again. Oh, sir. I know. That's why I only ate half of ah, okay. all my food. So you managed the I, food intake. I was, yeah, I was like, I have to watch myself here. Yeah, when me and Steph ate at Hell's Kitchen, we, we prepared ourselves. <laughs> well, you know, when I ended up, when we went there... Um, we got in seated and everything. Um, there was no holding back. I ate everything. Um, even if it meant that I was going to throw up to be able to like fit more <laughs> in, I would have done it. What's Sean doing? He's in the bathroom purging. Oh, why does he do that? Has he got some kind of problem? No, he wants to make more room. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, that place, that place gave me an experience I've never had before. There's no other way to put it. It's the Disneyland of foodies. I'm going to say Disney World. 
Bigger, better. Disneyland's small. I like Disneyland. I like Disney World. Have you ever been to Disneyland? No. Okay. But I've been to Great America, which is in Gurney, Illinois, and it's supposedly bigger than Disneyland. Supposedly. Okay. I don't know. You just need to go with me. I will show you the ropes. Yeah, I need to. I I do want to go there. Disneyland is awesome. I dare say better than Disney World. Ooh, that's tough. Brianna, I think my daughter will okay. agree with me. I think it, okay. So I need to go to Disneyland with you, and then at that point, then the following year we need to go spend about a week and a half in Disney World. I don't think a week and a half well, you can see everything in Disney World. Uh, if you go with me, you can. Because Brianna's got season pass to Disney World. She goes to college out in Georgia. And she probably goes there six times a year. Hmm. Still prefers Disneyland over it. But she, don't, don't get me wrong, we're, we're, she's not shit-talking it. Like, I only shit-talk it because it's in the state of Florida. And you know how I feel about the state of Florida. All I'm going to say is I think of it kind of like the movies, right? When we talked about movies, um, say you saw Dumb and Dumber. No, hold on. Yeah, say you saw like the second Dumb and Dumber first, right? Or Ace Ventura 2. You saw that one first before you saw Ace Ventura, the first one. Most people like whatever they see first. I agree with that logic. So I think that's going to be the same with Disney. I, I've been to Disney World three times. Never been to Disneyland. So I think I'm partial to Disney World because that's the first Disney I've ever been to. I agree with your logic. Now, Brianna went to Disneyland first. You know, her first trip, she's like six years old. But she actually explained this to somebody, you know, like, you go to Disney World all the time. You got the season pass to Disney World. How can you say it's better than, you know, it's not better than Disneyland. Disneyland is better. She says, well, it's like this. For her to experience everything that she wants to experience, she has to go over a period of several days. And, I mean, it can be exhausting. And it can be very expensive. She likes Disneyland because she can experience everything that Disneyland has to offer. In one to two days, whereas Disney World, it takes like a week. Yeah. So, like, you know, there's the, you know, the regular attractions that you would think of, like Pirates of the Caribbean and Splash Mountain, although it's not Splash Mountain no more, and like all those other ones. They're in different parks Mm -hmm. in Florida, whereas you can go and if you can get, you know, there's only two parks in, in California, and you can feasibly get a hopper and do everything in one day. Whereas, it, you know, like I said, Disney World, you know, days, money, you know, the human body can only take so much. <laughs> I remember when she was younger, I would take Brianna to Disneyland probably four times a year. She loves Disneyland. Nicole is good for about once a year, maybe every two years. Steph, she'll be fine if she never goes to Disneyland again. Jonathan has no desire to go at all. Hmm. But I would go with Brianna four times a year. And I we, we would open that place and we would close that place. When we went this past fall for her birthday, 
We got there about two hours after open, and we left about two and a half hours before they closed <laughs> both days because, I mean, we're just, you know, we're exhausted. <laughs> anyway, I got off on that tangent. Hell's Kitchen, do tell, sir. Leave oh. nothing out. Well, it's kind of difficult because I don't remember the names of everything as far as like drinks go because I ended up having like four drinks when I was there. Um, I think the first one was like a watermelon strawberry something. It was it was good. It was light. It was refreshing. I downed that thing within like a minute and a half. And then I was like, what's next? <laughs> next, please. I would yeah. like another beverage. Bartender, so, please. Um, that's when I ended up getting... It's like a kind of like a Manhattan, but not really... I'd say it's a cross between a Manhattan and a um, um, old-fashioned. It's kind of like a cross of them. Okay. And uh, they bring it to you in a box that's got cherry smoke in it. It was just, it's crazy. Okay. So that was delicious. Then I had my glass of wine. Cabernet Sauvignon? Yeah. Or as they say in the South, the Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, the Cabernet paired really, really nice with the, um, the hell did I eat? Beef Wellington. Yeah, the Wellington. But then I had a dessert drink, and that was ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, between that and what I have, I had the, I did the three-course meal. So I had the risotto. No. Scallops. I had this. I did the scallops, scallops, Wellington, and then the uh, toffee pudding thing. But the people that I were with, they ended up ordering the the Parmesan lobster risotto, the mac and cheese. So I got to try all this stuff. And then there was uh, some beef thing. You're talking about braised beef, right? Yeah, so uh, this guy, Mark, he had the braised beef on some potato pancake, not or potato cake kind of thing. That thing was extremely tender, just fell apart. So, so good. Um, there, there wasn't anything there that I didn't try. I even tried the beet salad. Um, that was crazy. It's like a golden beet, which I've never seen golden beet before and beets are traditionally just despicable like gross it was so good it was crazy so i honestly i cannot wait to go back um i'm hoping to go back here at the end of the month or beginning of next month what are you gonna get i'm i'm seriously gonna go back and get the same thing the only difference is i will get that um risotto as well did you try the risotto i did yeah and it you was, tried everything. It was fun. I, I did not try the um, the New York strip wagyu because I wasn't really all that interested because I've had Japanese wagyu out here in the valley, which the one that I got was like the A5, I think it is, which is like the highest you can get. So um, no other steak will compare to that. But I was really interested in the Wellington. I love the Wellington, and it paired amazing with that wine. So I can't wait to have that again. Cabernet Sauvignon is probably my favorite wine. 
Well, this one, it's a quilt, um, Cabernet. Uh, it was a nine... 2019. Yeah, it was 2019 quilt. It's, it's like a $42 bottle at Total Wine. But Which is a decent price for a bottle of wine. It's not bad. Well, of course, you know, you're at Ramsey's, so he'll charge you $23 for the glass. Right. But, <laughs> but that wine is absolutely ridiculous with any cut of beef. That's all I can say. So I'm telling you people, if you want, if you go make some steak, go buy this wine, go find it. It's Quilt 2019 Cabernet and try it. But if you plan on cooking it past a medium, then yeah. don't bother. Yeah. Make sure, <laughs> make sure you only cook your beef to medium. Oh, okay. So we're on day two. You were there for three days, right? Two, three days, two nights? Um, well, so... After uh, after Hell's Kitchen kind of broke apart again, everybody went back to the rooms for a little bit. Everybody had to take a shit and take a nap. <laughs> well, kind of, but not really, because by the time we got out of because our Hell's Kitchen, we got there at two thirty. I don't think we got out of there until quarter to six. So we were there for a long for quite some time. Okay, which at that point. I went back to my room, changed my shoes because the shoes I was wearing, I couldn't wear to this place that we were going. We need because we were gonna, we knew we were gonna be standing and walking around a lot. Um, oh, now I gotta find the name of the place. It was a distillery. Anyway, I ended up getting a limo because I was like, "Listen, I'll come pick you guys up. I'll walk out of you know Bellagio and then I'll come pick you guys up at Treasure Island and then we'll go to this distillery." And uh, they were like, okay. They thought I was going to get a cab. <laughs> you, did you get like a stretch or did you get like a Hummer? No, I, I, it was a um, it was a Cadillac. Uh, the Oh, the DeVille? Not, no, SUV. Oh, Escalade. Escalade, thank you. So I got an Escalade and uh, we went and picked them up and they were all happy because everybody was full and feeling huge and wanted some comfort and a minivan, a taxi minivan would not have worked very well. <laughs> so anyway, and I, I'm one of those people, I like comfort. So I wanted to be comfortable. So anyway, we picked them up and then we went to this distillery, which is right in the same area as area 15. Um, and so you're talking like North side of the strip. Um, like past Trump and all that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we go there and I, I really didn't know what to expect. I heard it was, um, not brothel, uh, like a burlesque burlesque show. That's what I was told. I did not know it was a distillery and we were going to be drinking alcohol as well. Yeah, you say brothel. That's an entirely different experience. Yeah, 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 that you can experience in Nevada. My brain is just not. <laughs> it's not there at the moment. Um, not brothel. What? what say it again. What? Burlesque. Burlesque. Thank you. So this burlesque thing I had in my head. I was just like, oh, we're gonna see a bunch of women dressed in like you know roaring twenties and thirties outfits, and okay, like I don't get it, but okay. And uh, 
I wasn't told to buy a ticket ahead of time, which I was supposed to do. Oops. Thank God they didn't sell out. So I ended up, was able to buy a ticket through my phone and then get my hand stamped, get the card and everything. And then they go in and they give you a glass. And it's like a little, the only way I can explain it is like a brandy glass. It's, but it's really small. The mouth on it's only like this big. Yeah. Does it kind of, it has like a curvature to it. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of curved. It's really small, um, but still, I mean, it, it held That it is up. a spirits sampler. Yes. So we get in there, and the first one that they give us, uh, this the, all they make is rum. And so the first one that they gave us was 85 proof. 85 proof. 85 proof. So it's like almost 50% alcohol. Yeah. Okay. And it it was strong. You know, um, but they, they probably about that much, you know. Yeah, they they, they measure by the finger. Yeah, it's probably one like, to two. Yeah. Every time. And um, so we get four samples. You're supposed to walk around and they have all these different rooms. And in every room they have an act. Um, not all the acts are the same. And even if you stayed in one room, every act wouldn't be the same. So they're constantly changing people and switching the acts. So like the first one came out and she just kind of danced around and took off her clothes. Kind of. Well, you saw the picture. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't completely naked, but no, she had like covers and yeah, things like that. So, and I think she sang. Yeah, she sang. Um, the next one we saw was a woman who did a pole dance but the pole was hanging from the ceiling and it was not attached to the ground was she attached to the ceiling no well that's dangerous yes she was really good too huh um there was another one where this dude was uh um, swinging around on some ropes. So, I mean, they, they had all different kind of acts. And then we ended up going to this one back corner where they had a band and the band was awesome. Um, they even had a bartender back there and I think it was a speakeasy that they kind of had and it was kind of hidden. But anyway, we ended up going in there and, uh, this bartender, I guess is, it's kind of famous. He was on a some bartending TV show. I don't know if he took a certain place or if he won or lost or whatever. But he was on the show, and I guess he did pretty well. Anyway, um, I didn't buy anything from him because all of his ship was like pre-made. It's kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah, it was like in little bottles. It's already pre-made, so then he's just selling bottles and not... Um, and you're this world-renowned bartender. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, no thanks. So, but they like. Now, is he the bartender to the speakeasy? Yeah. And but it wasn't like, really like a bar. I mean, it was just like a little shelf that he was standing behind. And he had like two bookcases behind him that had all the little bottles on it. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But the band was phenomenal. Um, 
the distillers, I think their name was, the distillers <laughs> LV or something like that. I'm starting to see a pattern with this establishment. <laughs> no, but they were really, really good. And and they did like swing music and stuff like that. They were, they were singing stuff that's, you know, like Guns N' Roses, but they were singing it as a... Like a swing band. Yeah, like thing. a swing band. So they were really good. And then their, their singer, Caitlin, she... She had a personality. She was hilarious. But was they were, she like in character the whole time, or did she? No, she was just like she's one of those people where you just she's put up like she wanted somebody to heckle her at one point, and okay. I, I think Dan said something, but it was really nice. Like it wasn't like nobody said, "Oh, go suck a dick," right? Yeah, he she, he probably paid her a compliment. I, you know, something like that. And she was like, I was looking for something mean, but you know, because she's one of those people, like she's just like off the cuff, quick, fast, witty, okay. you know? And, uh, she was really good. Great singer too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Had a good time though. And I really would love to go back and see them again because I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself there. So you would recommend this experience to people? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I think it was really cool. Because I know it it's nothing you sought out for. Mm-mm. Like you no, I would have never... Go- kitchen. <laughs> I would have never gone there if it wasn't for Dan's friend Mark going, hey, you get, we need to go check this place out. I think it's going to be kind of cool. And I, I totally fell in love with it. I thought it was a really, really cool place. So you'd go back without Dan? Oh, for sure. Okay. As long as that band was playing. Right. Which, from my understanding, like they play every like Tuesday through Saturday. I it's almost it like their own little miniature residence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are the residents uh, while you were there this week? Like, uh, did you say Adele was one? Oh, yeah. Adele was playing over at Caesars. I guess she comes in for the weekends and she plays the weekends. Okay. At Caesars. Um, I know Chris Angel was over at Planet Hollywood. Donnie. Donnie. From like Osmond? No. Or Donnie Marie? I think it's Mark's brother. Wahlberg? I think Wahlberg. What? I think he was at the... I forgot what that place is right next to... You're talking about Jenny McCarthy's bow. I think so. You could have went over there and saw Jenny McCarthy. Maybe. But anyway, yeah, so, yeah, they had a huge sign that said Donnie, and it was right next to Wahlburgers. So I, I <laughs> figured, I was like, okay, it's got to be got to be him. I want to go to Wahlburgers. I haven't been there, and I do want to try it out. I do, too. Just because Paul is just such a, I don't know what word you would use to describe him. It's like you got Donnie, and then you got Mark Wahlberg, and then there's just like this normal dude. <laughs> it's like... If my brothers were Donnie and Mark, and then there's me, <laughs> except he's even more of like a normal dude. He probably even has a receding hairline. <laughs> like he's just well, a they may have dude. paid to keep their hairline from being receding. <laughs> I guess when you kind of like Elon Musk, he didn't have a lot of hair at one point in time, and he becomes a billionaire, and all of a sudden he grew a bunch of hair. It's quite remarkable, miraculous. I wonder if I can do that to my beard. You can. You know you can. I need to fill. There's a over place here. in Turkey that I was in Istanbul 
I was looking at going and getting my hair fixed. And then I was just like, ah, fuck it. You're not talking about your beard because you grow a freaking lumberjack beard. Yeah, no, I, my face can grow more than anything. But I'm talking about top of my head, how it's uh, also airy up there. <laughs> I, got, I know somebody who did that. I think they went to Mexico to do it. And um, he has hair now. It, I've, I've known the guy for over, God, like twelve years, I guess. Okay. Ten of those years, he was, he he had a completely receded hairline. Yeah. I go, I visit him a couple of years ago. Well, I mean, I'm just visiting everybody in general, but he and I we meet up for dinner. And the fucker's got hair, <laughs> and it was just like, and he'd shaved, and it's just like. You don't look like you, dude. No, like this is a sixty-year-old dude. He hmm. like, and now all of a sudden he he shaves his face and grows some hair and colors it a little bit. It's like, okay, now you look like a fifty-year-old dude. Good for you, man. Yeah, it was, I, it was odd. There's a place in Istanbul. It's called uh, Hair Time Now or something like that. And um, I ended up going. I did some extensive research on these guys. You, you fly into Turkey, they'll pick you up in a limo, bring you to a five-star hotel, and this place is like decked out in marble and everything, and it's like a... Two- Does the salt bay come up to you and like cut all the stuff and sprinkle the salt? Isn't that where he is? Oh, I don't know. Like a gold-plated steak? Oh, uh, I thought he was in Vegas. Well, I think he's got restaurants pretty much everywhere now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He annoys me. His there's something weird about his face when he talks and he says juicy, juicy. I'm like, dude, you look weird. It's not natural. Yeah, he bothers me. I I can't, I can't with him. But he uses too much salt. Have you seen how much salt he grabs and puts on like one friggin' ribeye? Yeah, it's like well, a palm full of salt. He just dumps on a ribeye. That's too much salt, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I'll never know. Because <laughs> I'll never eat at any of his establishments. Hey. Even if I become a multimillionaire, I will never eat at his establishments. But I will. I am to, curious about the gold plated steak. Uh, it's like edible gold. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'm just you curious. Have, you can have Goldschlager, and there you go. There's your edible gold. Oh, there's a. We should have talked about that on our 90s episode. Maybe we did. I don't remember. Anyway. So you, you have this experience at the distillery. You'll go back. Oh, yeah. And it was cool because when we walked out of there, we uh, waited for an Uber. And we were checking out. There's two vehicles outside of uh, Area 15. And they were pretty neat. They're just all I think it's funny how they just took 51 and they reversed it and they named a club after it. I don't know if it's a club. I, don't, I, I think that actually houses um, Omega Mart. You know what Omega Mart is? No. So Omega Mart's like, it looks like a um, grocery store. And there's stuff for sale in this grocery store. Okay. But then there's hidden doors that you go through. And then there's speakeasies. There's like psychedelic rooms. Well, in Vegas, you got to be careful what door you go through. You may be upon a brothel. No, it's not. It's not any of that. But it, it's more of a art. 
It's an art thing. Artsy fartsy. Yeah, but they have rooms where it's like if you were on shrooms or you were completely gassed out of your mind, you would absolutely love walking into some of these rooms. So I want to go back. I want to try it. I want to experience that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll watch. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so then you come home on all, all successful trip and you're going back. Yeah. I mean, I ended up gambling quite a bit and uh, met some people. Um, yeah. Went to a club, the Omni Club. That was kind of neat. Um, but some of that stuff I want to do again. So, yeah, it was really cool. Unfortunately, I didn't walk away winning any money. I lost my ass, but I had a good time doing it. Yeah, my buddy Robbie, he was there the same week you were there, except I think earlier. By the time you got there, I think he had already been home or whatever. This was a work thing. And he sends me this picture, and he's like, yeah, no big deal. Just eating a steak at a restaurant, ran into this guy. And I look, and literally the next table over is Conor McGregor and his I don't know, wife, uh, lifelong girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. He's just chilling in, like, dress slacks, dress shirt, and a black ball cap. And they're just eating yeah. like normal people. He's, he's not doing, like, the trash talk or anything. Like, was, was he over the top? Like, I'm asking all these questions. Like, no, he's like a normal dude. Well, it's like the cameras weren't on, except got, for his cell phone. He's uh, He's a person just like us. He just happens to talk some smack and can beat the crap out of half the people that are in that building. And he happened to make $100 million for going the distance with uh, boring money Mayweather. And not a bad ticket. Not too bad at all. Because, I mean, he was starting to make the money just with his UFC run. Yeah. But then that Mayweather thing just threw him over the edge. Now, now he's just... Pfft. Must see pay per view. Oh, he's he's ridiculous. He's and got it, that Lamborghini boat. Yeah, it is so cool. What um what do you plan on doing when you go back that you didn't get to do this time? Um, definitely that Area Fifteen, Omni Mart. Um, I want to check out Wahlburger. Um, I will go back to Hell's Kitchen again, but that'll probably be the only like big ticket place that I go to. You're not gonna get the fuck burger. The what? The fuck burger. Gordon Ramsay burger. Cross oh, street. Oh. At Planet uh, Hollywood. I don't know. That, uh, or, or that's what he calls it. The fuck burger. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I want to go to Gordon Ramsay burger. Planet Hollywood. And I can care less about Planet Hollywood. I just want to go to the burger part of it. Yeah, I think the hard part for me is it's it's a burger. You know what I mean? And I know his burgers are going to be like 25, 30 bucks. But they're probably going to be like stupid good. I don't think he uses like... It's a burger. Yeah, I don't think he uses 80-20 Chuck though. Yeah, I don't know. I know he blends. He uses at least three different meats in every burger patty. Whether it be like, you know... Like a beef and some brisket it's with gonna, some short ribs. It's going to be hard for me to say a burger's worth $25, 30 It wouldn't surprise me if they're more than that. If they are, I'd shit a brick. I'm going to go there next time, and I'm going to try one. Anyway, so 
that wraps up the, the Vegas talk, but we're, we're kind of keeping this theme with, uh, you know, travels and whatnot. So what I wanted to kind of wrap this show up with, um, it's kind of like a two, three, four parter. <laughs> like it, it could be one of those things where we go off on the rails. So my wife had this idea and it's actually a pretty entertaining idea just because I, you know, she and I actually share some of the same answers. So it's kind of a four part question. What's your best vacation? What's your worst vacation? What is the best place you've ever been to? And what is the worst place you've ever been to? You start. (laughs) All right. So I would have to say like my best vacation bar none was actually a time when I was living in Tennessee and I vacationed back home. It was, I, I took Brianna to California for her very first trip to California. And that's, it was one of those things that's like, okay, we're going to try to hit all this stuff like within two weeks. And I, we did everything. We hit up Disneyland. We did California Adventure. We did Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, she got to go to Hollywood. She got to go to the Grove. She did the American Girl Place. It was just like a, like, how much crap can we get inside two weeks? And, like, it, I went to the, the auto speedway uh, in Fontana, and I actually drove down Pitt Road um, on a race week. God, what else did we do? I don't know. Just, you know, we ate, we ate, we ate. That was probably one of my favorite vacations. I would say, as you know, as a part two of that, a family vacation, I really enjoyed going to uh, Kimberling City, Missouri this last year. Me and uh, Steph, Nicole, and your daughter, Paige. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a really good trip as well. That's probably my favorite vacation. You want to go now? problem is I I've got too many favorites I I can't pick one over another you want to know what gets an honorable mention to me and it always will have an honorable mention to me it was not even a vacation it was a trip where we were going to basically work Mm. you know exactly what I'm talking about Missouri Missouri same place that uh you know, I took your kid. Yeah. But we were there and we, you know, we had an objective and we completed that objective. But man, did we eat like kings. We definitely ate a lot. So from a, a food vacation, that was definitely probably my favorite. You know, and I think that's why I can't really say my favorite is because one of my jobs was traveling and I traveled the world in like two and a half, close to three years. And in that period of time, I got to eat whatever I wanted to eat, go wherever I wanted to go, as long as I got the job finished within a certain amount of time. Um, I was able to take time to go do things that I wanted to do. Why don't you rapid fire like two or three of them? Um, God, there was, I went to Louisville one time and that was fantastic because I got to drive a freight train (laughs) and 
I went downtown to this Irish pub where they deep fried Twinkies and gave you vanilla ice cream with a raspberry sauce over the top. And that was just, man, that was amazing. So I've not heard Louisville in a lot of people's favorites. Yeah, well, it, it was the whole experience of being able to drive the freight train and then that deep fried Twinkie with, you know, that was just unbelievable. So that one was a lot of fun. Another one was Dallas. Um, I spent a lot of time in Dallas, but I that's where I got the breast implants from Mentor, which is now Johnson & Johnson. Say that sentence again. Uh, I got a pair of breast implants from the company called Mentor. Uh, Are which you is, currently sporting these? Which is now Johnson & Johnson. I don't know. I have them upstairs in a bag. <laughs> My kids play with them. They have a great time. And my my girls put them in a bra and run up and down the stairs. And it's 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 fun. So those are fun. That was a fun experience that I had. Um, what was another one? Uh, uh, I went to South Korea. And that was pretty cool because I got to drive through the Pink Light District. Um, which is a lot like the red light district in Amsterdam. Oh dear God. Yeah, that was, that was quite interesting. And then parking on sidewalks and eating at, uh, Korean barbecue places. Phenomenal. I love Korean barbecue. Yeah. If you go to South Korea and you actually have the real Korean barbecue at that point, isn't it just barbecue? Well, it's still called (laughs) Korean barbecue, but one of the best barbecue places I ever went to was literally right across the street from my hotel. It was just amazing. So I haven't found a Korean barbecue place here in the States that emulates what was over in South Korea. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. So, so many. I mean, if it's like a family vacation, I, I do this vacation with my kids every year where I take them out to Huntington Beach and... It's always fun because the uh, Pacific Air Show is happening when we go out there. So that's always a blast. And we do Knott's Berry Farm, Not Scary Farm. Yeah. You know, we do all that kind of stuff. So those are always fun as well. So it's really difficult. I even have ones from like when I was a kid going to Mackinac Island in Michigan. If, if you never heard of it, Mackinac Island is an island uh, in the UP of Michigan. And you got to take a ferry to get there, and there's no cars on the island. It's all horse-drawn carriages, bikes, stuff like that. Uh, there's, I think, two vehicles. There's a fire truck and an ambulance. That's it. I remember as a kid living in California, we vacationed to Nashville. And Nashville in the 80s was... Oh, that was another good one. <laughs> there was a Nashville trip, Mr. Andrews. That was another good. That was a and that was only one night. That was just that was just a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was a long, long, night. long night. And I just remember uh, <laughs> we were on the phone with our father-in-law, and he's like, "Show him a good time, Sean." I'm like, "Wait a minute, this is my hometown. I'm going to show him a good time." Okay, we'll just make sure he pays for it. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, I remember. Nashville in the 80s was nothing like the Nashville that you experienced. Totally different. Much more country. Mm-hmm. And we visited what is now the farm that my dad lives on. My aunt and uncle lived on at the time. And it was like a third of the house. Like, an, like, like it was an active farm. Like you look at my 
dad's, you know, pasture right now looks like a golf course. Okay. But like it was a functioning farm when we went to visit there. And you want to talk about culture shock. You take a couple of beach bum kids from California, you throw them at a place where there's like chiggers and mosquitoes and pigs and chickens and cows. And it's just like, what the frick is all this (laughs) culture shock? But it was a lot of fun. Went to Memphis, got to go to Elvis's house. Like that was a fun vacation trip. Um, me and Steph going to Vegas, we met my dad there one time. That was a lot of fun. Just, and Steph always gets a kick when I'm with my dad because I've got this thing that I do. I'll just, I'll, I will purposely just get songs stuck in his head. So like, you know, me and Steph will. Ah, you give your dad the daily hum job. Uh, uh, what? (laughs) You're disturbing human beings sometimes. I'm just saying (laughs) that's, that's what I have done to some people. Uh, you, you sing a song, it gets stuck in their head, and you're like, well, that's a daily home job. I remember me and Steph and uh, and Rhonda, my stepmom, we were in the back of the truck, and in the front was my Uncle David and my dad. And I'll just, you know, my Uncle Dave would get so irritated and annoyed because my dad would just be singing along a song. So I could just, you know, hum a little tune along, like, sweet Caroline. And then I just do that. And then I just let the nature take its course. Dave got so pissed at this one particular song. I don't know what it was, but he just had enough because I'd literally been doing it to my dad all day long. I'll just hum a couple a couple bars and my dad will sing it and he won't stop singing it until I get the next song stuck in his head. And half the time, he doesn't even know it's me doing it. My Uncle David grabs my dad by his ear and he just twists it. And he says, knock that shit off. <laughs> Oh my. It was hilarious. Um, but Steph always gets a kick out of it whenever, you know, my dad's around because just she says um my my southern twang comes out when he's around because I talk like he does. I use words like y'all and reckon now, but the accent she says, your accent gets thicker when your dad's around. I'm like, okay, well I guess whatever. But uh her favorite thing is watching me get songs stuck in his head. Uh, I can't say as though, you know what? You, you go first, least favorite vacation. Well, I didn't even get to talk about Israel. Israel was one of my favorites too, because I got to go to the Dead Sea, which. Did you go to the Wailing Wall? I did go to the Wailing Wall. So you got to see all of it. Yeah. I was, I was actually inside the walls of Jerusalem and, uh, did some bargaining and shopping in there. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. There's there. They attack you. I wanted to. I was interested in buying this chess piece game, right? That I was going to bring home for my family, and uh, I I was like, eh. I decided it was too much money. That dude chased me halfway down the street, trying to still make a deal. Like now, they, was this like they a, don't give up? Was this an Israeli or was it a Palestinian? Oh no, this is an Israeli. Okay. So, yeah, it was uh, it was an experience for sure. And then while I was out there, um, they have the Orthodox, is it Orthodox Jews? Yeah. So those guys, they have to be at church by sundown Saturday or Friday. I forgot what day it was. Well, I happened to be sitting at a light in this, and it was, you know, getting dim. And uh, I don't speak a lick of Israeli, right? Okay. 
And as I'm sitting at the light, dude comes up and knocks on my window. Orthodox Jew, right? And he's got the curls and wearing all black and everything. He's like ready to go to church. And uh, he wanted a ride. And I was like, hop in. There was a communication barrier there. <laughs> and it was very difficult, but, you know, he ended up pointing. You like, know? dude, left, right, straight, forward, what? <laughs> Can he couldn't understand each other whatsoever. Divine intervention, something. But it was amazing because he trusted me, and for some reason I trusted him. And it was really kind of a, a weird thing that happened, but I gave him a ride, got him within like a block of his church and where he needed to go, and all was said and done. But... Yeah, that uh, that was quite interesting. That sounds like it. Well, that's why I say like every what kind of food do they have out there? Oh my gosh, their food's amazing. Like their falafels. Oh my gosh, um, they have similar to like a um, is that like a gyro? They that's where I was going. Is that they have these sandwiches and and they're on pita bread. And it's like chicken instead of lamb, but it's layered. So there's like chicken and then some fat and chicken and fat. And so it's just like how the lamb is on that thing where it spins around and then they cut it off. They do the same thing and then they'll add like lettuce and tomato and stuff like that. Like they eat really, really healthy over there. Their breakfasts are cucumber salads. Now when I not like what you saw at that Asian place, they actually cut the cucumbers up into like little strips and then it's a true cucumber salad. And it that's what they have for breakfast. Like, they eat really good over there. There are probably not very many obese people there. No, not at all. Actually, really funny. So I was over there doing a job for... Uh, I didn't work for that company at the time, but I was doing a job for Intel. And they had this really, really big dude that worked there. And I'm in these meetings with these guys at Intel, and he was like, oh, he's like, I'm so jealous that you live in the United States. He spoke English, right? Mm-hmm. Big Israeli guy. He's like, because I have to order all my clothes from the United States because there's none here that fit me. <laughs> he would be ordering like 2X, 3X. They don't sell those sizes in Israel. I remember last time I was not a 2X. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> it's kind of standard protocol for well, the American it, man, man it was, here. <laughs> it was pretty funny because he was the only guy there that actually looked like he was American because he was wearing clothes yeah. that came from the U.S. Even people who aren't 2X buy 2X in America because, like, that's the thing now. Like, you, you've seen it, like, with your daughter and with my daughter. They buy, like, the big baggy shirts. Right. You know, but anyway. Um Man, I could go on and on about Israel. because Sounds like that might be your favorite. Uh, well, it was a good time. I met a lot of people over there. Like when I go places I and I'm by myself, I talk to people. So I ended up uh, befriending a few people where we ended up going to a couple clubs. And I went through a couple sketchy parts of Israel. But I was with these guys, so I kind of trusted them. You know, but I always figure you got to watch out for like a freaking missile. <laughs> That, that is like the that little- did cross my mind when I was there that one time. So I was up on like the third floor doing some work on this tool, and uh, I'm outside right, and I see this black bellowing fire that was probably five miles away, and I was just like, "Uh, do we need to take cover?" <laughs> and it was funny because 
on site, they have these bunkers, which are just huge concrete slabs stacked on top of each other. And they, they call that the bunker. And you just go to the closest one you can. So I, I end up saying to the guy, I'm like, do we need to worry about that? And he goes, oh, no, no, you don't have to worry. For one, the Israeli defense is like top notch. So if there's a missile coming, it'll get shot down first. He's like, also, if there is a missile coming, you'll hear the alarm. That's when you run. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! And that's normal. That's for normal these for guys. them. That that's the weird thing. They, yeah, they grow up in it. So it's so there's a there's a Holiday Inn in Ashkelon, which is not far off of uh, the Mediterranean, but it, it's really a weird looking hotel. It's a freaking bomb shelter. The whole hotel is a bomb shelter. Wow. Yeah, pretty wild. Israel is like, you know, I'm going to speak wrestling folklore now. Israel to the world is what John Cena is to the wrestling world when John Cena was at his prime. It's like he he was everybody's favorite, but everybody also hated him. Well, I, I don't know. I, I really liked Israel. Israel was a cool place. And I have to be honest, some of the nicest people I've ever met as well as the most beautiful women I've ever seen. I I've, I have heard that about the women. All oh, the women are amazing. Yeah. Hey, I rearing back here. I found this. I was talking about like uh, my favorite trip was actually going back home. Yeah. This is the first time Brianna ever laid eyes on the ocean. So that kind of tells the tale. <laughs> and then swipe to the right. Like you see, she's just running. Yeah. Yeah. Just pure child innocence. She just, she had so much fun on that trip. Who's that guy? Let me see. Oh, that was me about, uh, I don't know, 80 pounds ago. <laughs> Look at you in front of the grill. I'm, yeah, I'm still in front of the grill, <laughs> as you yep. can tell. Oh, man. No, it was a good trip. Anyway, so, you know, your favorite vacations, you say there's too many to, to narrow down. There's but, there's way too many. I, but it sounds like one of your favorite trips that wasn't a vacation which sounds like probably Israel because you have talked about Israel quite a bit. Um, yeah, well, I, Israel ended up being a couple trips. I, I went there a couple times. Um, man. Washington was another good one where I got stung by hornets on a horse. DC or state? State. That was another good one. I've got some good Washington DC stories. Um I don't know, I went when I was 15, I went when I was probably I don't know, 23, 24 and I think I went again when I was like 28, 29. I've been to DC a few times. I love DC. Never actually been there. Well, one time me and a buddy of mine uh, we thought, you know, we're going to go to Embassy Row. And it was dark. You know, and it's just like you see all these places on TV, but they only show you what's on that side of the camera. What you don't see is what's behind the cameraman. Mm -hmm. Some of these places are pretty sketchy. That's what I've heard. Yeah, pretty sketchy. Like if you stay close to like the White House, Willard, Department of Treasury, like you're kind of okay right there. Um you, you cross the street and you're in the hood. You, you you get off the beaten path. You got to watch yourself. Hmm. Um, 
we went to Embassy Row. And we wound up, we, we took the train. We were staying in Arlington. We took the train in, got off at the Pentagon. Went and, you know, paid our respects to the memorial there. Got back on the train, got off at uh, Embassy Row. And we're just walking, you know, just down. And we we paid attention kind of off on the right. Now, it's pitch black dark. And, like, most of these embassies are, like, closed. Like, there's nothing going on. It's like it's like being in a regular neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. We look off to our right, and it looked like there was a... Um, like a church going on, like church service going on. It was like a weeknight. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird, Nod. We kept walking, and we finally made it to, like, the Russian embassy. And, like, we're kind of staring at that. It's like, okay, you know what? We, we <laughs> It might be time we turned around. Um, we didn't make it as far as, like, the vice president's, you know, house or whatever, because he's kind of at the end of all that. It was just a lot of freaking walking. As we're turning around... Um, we noticed that this church had let out. And as we're getting closer to it, we realized this church was not really a church. It was a mosque. And a lot of these people were decked out, you know, in their, their, their Muslim gear. Now, if that happened today, not so much of a big deal. Because, you know, you, you, you know we've learned that, you know, not every single, <laughs> you know, one of these places mean mean harm on the U.S. <laughs> but, you know, at the time, you know, we're not that far separated from 9-11. And, you know, oh, by the way, we're still having an, a, an, a war in Afghanistan and Iraq. It's dark. And these three people, if you would have asked us at the time, we would have said they're following us. But hindsight being what it is, they were probably just walking in the same direction that we were. They just happened to be talking really loud and faster. They were talking, they were walking faster than we were. It's like, okay, they're trying. I just remember we were scared and we just, we tracked down the bus. It's like, dude, let us on. And, you know, I go to throw a $20 bill in this guy. He's like, hey man, this thing don't give off change. I'm like, I don't care, drive. (laughs) So Hmm. that was, you know, an interesting DC story. But anyway, my least favorite trip I'm going to go with any time I've ever gone camping in Arizona. We have not had a successful camping trip. Remember that one time me and you took our families? Yeah. It rained the whole freaking time. Yeah, but there was still a good time. There was some good food to be eaten. There was some good food to be eaten. And you were so kind to carry your wife's purse while she went to the bathroom at Walmart. (laughs) I have a photo of it. Yeah. That, that's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. We had to drive an hour to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, we... Um, I think we had to get more burgers. We had to get more burgers, but the thing is the facilities there were not great. <laughs> and I don't know any other way to put this. You didn't care, but, you know, me and my wife had to use the facilities. I think we would have been better off at the campgrounds than that particular Walmart. Uh, uh. They, they, weren't, they weren't great. Hmm. Anyway. No, it's just like I went with you that one time. That was probably our best one because, like, at least it wasn't, like, stupid cold. Like, inside the tent, it was comfortable. Um, but, like, at the time, we had, you know, it was a small tent, you know, with, like, 
the most uncomfortable layer mattress and we were uneven. It was, I just remember we didn't sleep really that great, but like the whole freaking time we were there, it seems like it rained, but like, yeah, the food was good. We did the, um, the cast iron butter Bubba burger. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a good time. That was good. Um, but like the next time we went, it was, um, freezing cold. We had the same little tent. I think we upgraded our air mattress a little bit. Uh, the f- The food was not great. <laughs> I did have alcohol on that trip, though. That was probably the one thing that got me through that one. But it was just cold, and it was also rainy. Um, so that's part of the experience. Well, I remember Fall Creek Falls in Tennessee is probably my best camping trip. Uh, the weather was perfect. No, the Ocoee. It's kind of like near like the Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina border. That was probably one of the best ones in terms of camping. But yeah, like my Arizona camping excursions, not been too great, man. I think you need to go on more camping trips with me. Well, Steph kind of made the announcement the other day. She's like, we need to go camping before it gets too hot. And I just, every time, you know, me and Nicole kind of looked at each other and it's like, oh God. Because, you know, again, we, we've not had a successful tent camping trip. All right. So you guys need to come up with me. And we should go to Big Lake. Are we using your big old tent? My big tent won't fit everybody. Well, I've if, got a big old tent. I'm just saying if I bring that tent, that's going to fit me and my girls. That's it. Well, we've got like a two compartment now. Like we've upgraded our camping equipment drastically because this last run that we went, it was when uh, it was during COVID (laughs) and that wound up being kind of a bust because everybody in the world wanted to go camping, couldn't find a site. So we wound up just getting a, uh, it's like an Airbnb cabin. I did enjoy that, but that's not camping. That's just, you know, that's just, that's glamping. (laughs) Yeah, no, because when I go camping, we just go up on the mountain and we find a spot and then that's it. That's where we, that's where we park it. Now, as far as the worst place I've ever been to, probably Gary, Indiana. Oh yeah. That is the armpit of America. I feel like it's the toilet bowl, but it hadn't been plunged. And so it's just surrounded by shit. I wouldn't say surrounded by shit. It is shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was uh that was not a good time. You sir, what's uh maybe one of your not so fond vacations and probably the worst place you've ever been? Let's see, the I did a trip it was a couple of years ago. We ended up going to uh Bear Bear Big Bear? No maybe that's it. Big in California? Big, yeah, Big Bear in California. Yeah. Uh, not the biggest fan of that place. Um, the place that we stayed at was, had an ant infestation. Um, we tried to rent wave runners and they were very particular about how you use them and how many people couldn't be on them. And it was kind of a pain in the butt. So that didn't really work out. We're trying to find other things to do in town and there really wasn't much to do other than go to the lake or go to the lake so we were kind of like we decided to bag out of there after a day and we ended up going to 
Where'd we go? Huntington? You went to Huntington. I remember this trip. Because you got an Airbnb off of, I think, Fifth Avenue, didn't you? So, I don't... I don't remember where this house was at. I don't remember if it was Huntington. No, it wasn't Huntington. It was... San Diego. I don't... Maybe, maybe San Diego. Or... Dana Point or somewhere, somewhere, somewhere around there. And this house was, it was a big house. And there was a crazy good deal on it. And we were like, man, I can't believe that we ended up finding this place. And so we end up renting it and we go there and the place was a dump. That was San Diego. That it was, you know what? I could probably pull it up. Uh, you don't have to. I remember this one. It was definitely San Diego. Oh man! And then you guys wound up finding Huntington, and you've been going to Huntington ever since. Yeah, because we ended up staying at a hotel in uh, in Huntington. Um, but yeah, that was kind of a mess of a a vacation. That place was a dump. Literally had bugs all over the beds. Um, had uh, mothballs and dead moths where all the pots and pans and stuff were. The microwave ended up breaking on us. Couldn't get the door open. It was just everything that could go wrong went wrong with that place. And then then they came after me. (laughs) They said I smoked a joint in their place, which, you know, I do. I did not smoke anything in their house. So, and it was, they took a picture and sent it to Airbnb. And I was like, I can promise you that's not me. I said, not only that, if you look at the joint, there's lipstick on it. (laughs) That is not me. So anyway, that, that, that was a miserable, but turned out to be amazing at the very end. Because uh, we stayed at Kimpton Shorebreak in Huntington Beach, and it was the most amazing hotel experience I've pretty much ever had. Yeah, it was a cool place. The time you stayed in Dana Point is when we were living in that townhome. And that townhome yeah, they was had on a the rental. exterior of a, an apartment complex, and the interior was all apartment or like condo, whatever you want to call it, condos. Apartments, whatever. You guys wind up staying in one of those uh, little apartments. Mm-hmm. That that that's a that's a trip to remember. That one was interesting because that's when the front tire of my van fell off. Yeah, Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah. And I one. just remember Steph going, "I'm going to Palm Springs." I was like, "What?" What are you yeah. I was like, "I gotta go get my sister and my nieces and nephews." Yeah, the front tire fell off. The engine kept overheating. It was. That was an interesting one, and we had Griffin with us, who was a puppy at the time. He was literally the size of a turd. Yeah, he was He was a little one. That was something. I remember you walking that dog. You were walking up to, to my garage, and I was like, is he walking a mouse? And like, here's his little shih tzu. <laughs> yeah, he was tiny when we got him. Yeah, he was a funny little bastard, though. Mm-hmm. Anywho, worst place you've ever been? Uh, let me think about it. You go first. 
Um, Gary, Indiana's up there. Um, I kind of want to draw a circle around the entire state of Florida and just say Florida. But that's not fair because Naples, Florida is actually pretty nice. Um, Orlando can be fun. But I just, I don't like Florida. Like, especially like, you know, when you leave like either Georgia or Alabama. Like, I've gone both those ways. Like, I've, I've been to Fort Walton Beach. I've been to Destin. Been to Orlando. Been to Cocoa Beach. Been to Cape Canaveral. Been to all these places. And just, like, the weather's hot. It's the most humid, nasty, sticky crap that I've ever experienced. It's like the Australia of America. And, like, you can't walk. Everything can kill you there. They have signs that are literally everybody's like, don't touch this because that can kill you. And don't touch this because that can poison you. It's just like... Okay, so I can't go in the Gulf Ocean because of the chloride. It'll The ammonia will kill you. I can't go on the Atlantic side because you'll get eaten by a thrasher shark. I can't go in any of the lakes because I'll get eaten by an alligator. Like, Florida is truly the Australia of America. And the people are weird. I don't know, man. I, I swam in the Gulf, and I also swam in the Atlantic. Never been in any lakes, but... Um yeah. I don't think that'd be safe to go to a lake. Like, even you, Mr. Daredevil, I'll try anything once. You ain't going to go swimming in a freaking lake in freaking Florida. There is, There are a couple lakes that are really awesome to go swimming in. Because I'm looking at going back, and I have a couple areas that I want to go to where, yeah, you go swimming and kind of hidden little spot and from what they say is that if it's populated with people the alligators will leave and they'll actually go somewhere else because they don't want to be around humans my gosh yeah all right so if we just take the the whole of florida call that probably one of the worst places i've ever been but if i really got to narrow it down to just one place <sighs> Gary, Indiana, would pr- it keeps coming back to my head, but I tell you what, not a big fan of Bullhead City, Arizona either. Not a big fan. As far as the best place I've ever been, that's easy, Dana Point. Dana Point, California. The Dana Point, Laguna Niguel area. It's my favorite place on the face of this planet. I just so happen to call it home. Well, I, I'm going to say Huntington's probably my fa- one of my favorite places. As far as least favorite, I'm going to have to agree with Gary just because it, it's just awful. It sucks. Um, I wasn't I wasn't very fond of Benton Harbor in Michigan either. Um, did a trip up there one time and I don't know. It's kind of hood. But otherwise... I don't know. I did some trips in Texas where I was in the middle of nowhere. That wasn't any fun. I did a trip to Canada where I actually took a ferry to cross the border. And uh, once I crossed the border, they threw me right back on the ferry and sent me back. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the Mounties didn't like you there? No, they would not let me cross the border there. They wanted me to go all the way up north and actually cross where there was like a true... Like a checkpoint? Crossing, yeah, with a checkpoint and stuff. 
Remember so. the days pre 9-11? Like, you know, you can just cross freely across a, a Canada and Mexico. <laughs> I've never been to Mexico, so I would I don't know that. Canada, I've been into Canada quite a bit, actually. Because as a kid, I remember going to Niagara Falls. That's another one of my favorites. Going to Niagara Falls and going on the boat made in the mist. That yeah. Was, that was pretty cool. Um. Anyway, yeah, so that I said Gary Benton Harbor. That's probably about it, to be honest. Yeah, I can give some honorable mentions to, uh, you know, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Love that place. That's where me and you hung out for the majority of the time. That in Nashville. Nashville's cool. Um, like D.C., um, Dodger Stadium. <laughs> I love me some Dodger Stadium. As far as going, uh, what you know, I've, I've been to Monterey and Seaside and all those places on the Pacific Coast, and like they're just mid to me. But anyway, I think we've about exhausted that one as about as far as we can. What do we have coming up? So here's some topics that we have been requested to potentially discuss. Um, requested yeah we've got some requests Uh oh um the 2000s because you know we've hit the 80s we've hit the 90s so now they're asking us to hit the the 2000s the aughts um conspiracy theories they think that we would be a hoot talking about some of these conspiracy theories um i'm not a conspiracy theorist neither am i (laughs) that's why they probably figured it'd be funny so we could probably just look up some conspiracy theories and just talk about them and just basically just shit talk them. Um, I don't know. That's something that we can discuss, talk about. Uh, life hacks. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, they want us to talk about some life hacks. And some of these can just be, you know, they don't have to be episodes by themselves. Like, I can see us taking conspiracy theories and life hacks, and that's one episode. Um, there was a lot of love given to to men in in music but that it 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 was uh pointed out that there was not so many of the women like granted amy lee Nora jones stevie nicks was brought up but it seemed like our music episode was heavy on the men so we have been asked if we could do an episode um titled women in music and i didn't hate that um how to brew your own beer because I do that, so I figured we can do that after we've done your whiskey. And we can just talk about, you know, our experiences. Because you've brewed beer with me. Right. I'm going to distill whiskey with you. So we can talk about that. Uh, somebody wants an all-movies episode. No particular genre, no particular decade. Just talk movies. Review some favorites, break them apart. Maybe get some behind-the-scenes stuff. And this one especially made me laugh. They want us to do a celebrity bio. That celebrity? Sam Elliott. Is this your mom? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Nailed that one on the head. Um couple other topics that uh, I will probably be discussing in the next couple weeks. And the, again, it'll probably just be, you know, a part of a, our normal episode. 
Going to do, you know, kind of a history of Road to WrestleMania tribute, considering WrestleMania is coming up here in a few weeks. Um, that might just be a bonus episode where we, you know, take 30, 45 minutes, talk about it. I'll have to give you some homework, though, because there's a couple things I'm going to want you to watch so I can talk about it with you. I've, you've, you've watched some of it with me, but you may or may not have been under the influence of coconut tequila. Um, <laughs> and as soon... Here's another one. This one I, I have on there. As soon as you're done with 1883, we should watch the 1923 together, and by that time, we'll be completely caught up on Yellowstone, and then we can do an all things Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan does the 1883, he does 1923, he did Yellowstone, he actually does uh, the Tulsa King, and he's uh, done the Sicario movies, we can kind of just do a ode to Taylor Sheridan. So we got quite a bit we're going to talk about coming up, looking forward to it, don't quite know how we're going to put all these together, I think the 2000s is probably going to be a two-parter, Conspiracy Theories, Life Hacks, that's probably going to be part of one of these other episodes, or maybe put those two together. Definitely we'll talk about women in music. Uh, as far as brewing and distilling, stay tuned on that one. Don't know all things movies. Not quite sure. I feel like we've kind of exhausted movies, but hey, who knows? And as a tribute to my mother, somehow, some way, we will talk about Sam Elliott. <laughs> um, and that's all I got, man. What do you got going on this week? Uh, well... Nothing really. Same. I mean, I got my gun in and I'm waiting for some stuff for that, but I'd love to take it out shooting, but I, I want to wait till I get everything in. Um, although my aunt, she just got a puppy, so I might go see her. I might go see her puppy. Yeah, I got a new bed. I got to test that thing out tonight. Hopefully I sleep well on it. The amount of money that we spend on that thing, it, it, it better you know rock me to sleep. Um, new bed needs to be broken in. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I, I like where your head's at. World. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know, man. You want to do another one? Well, it sounds like you got a, <laughs> uh, enough to at least do four or five, maybe five or six for fuck's sake. You want to do you, you, so you want to do another one? Sure. Or four or five? Four or five, I guess. Maybe maybe five or six? We'll see. All right. Well, that being said, folks, thanks for joining us this this fine day. Or if if, if it is morning for you or evening or if you're just kind of eating, you know, Cheerios sitting in a beanbag chair naked, listening to a podcast, I question your morality. And uh, that being said, we are the two loose screws. That one over there is Sean. He's about... uh, you know, in the words Metallica, sleeping with one eye open. And uh, I am Chris, and hopefully I'm sleeping with both eyes closed. Till then, good night.